0: Hey, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to The Camera Ads, 10 Pounds. I am your host, Peter Surge. You guys know who I am. Um, I'm a comedian. I'm a podcaster, as you guys know. Um, Before we start, do me a favor, you guys. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, just go on your phone, okay? It's really easy. You go on your phone. You go to Apple Podcasts, okay? I'm showing you right now if you guys are watching. You go to Apple Podcasts. You find the podcast, you go in there, and you just leave me a review. You can put stars. It's really easy. Uh, leave me a review. It helps me with the algorithm. Um, you can rate it. You can review it. Give me whatever. Um, and you can subscribe if you want. Also, um, before we start, as always, this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Performa.com. Performa has all of your fitness accessory needs, from shaker cups, to uh, meal prep bags and meal prep containers. As we know, this is a podcast about fitness, and I use a lot of their stuff, including, um, yeah, this is a cool shaker cup with my own fucking logo on it. If you guys are watching, um, so that's exciting. Anyway, go to performa.com. They have, like I said, all of your fitness accessory needs. Um, go to performa.com. Enter promo code Ten Pounds. That's the word Ten, the word Pounds, and you will save. on your order Um, and as always this podcast is brought to you by my good friends at Bucked Up Supplements yeah that's right Uh, my friends at Bucked Up they have all of your fitness supplement needs so Performa's got the accessories but your supplements vitamins proteins pre-workout post-workout intra workout creatine arginine beta all the all the eans okay amino acids just everything like I said. And uh, I love all their products, and I continue to look and feel amazing, I could say that, uh, because of some of the products that I take with Bucked Up. They're the only products I take. I don't take anything else. So anyway, um, go to buckedup.com and enter promo code 10 pounds. For them, it's the number 10 and the word pounds, and you will save 20% off your order. You're welcome. Um, You guys, it's been a fun couple weeks. I've had some really fun guests on the show and uh, i do have a guest today but uh we're going to we're going we're going to connect in a little bit um, i want to talk to you guys um really quick like before we start this is uh obviously we're in uh you know at the end of march now um, places are starting to open up you know as far as uh you know like gyms are opening up. Even in LA, you know, they're only open at 10%, which is fucking retarded. Oh, no, I can't say retarded. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. What I meant to say was stupid. And not that retarded people are stupid. There's a lot of smart, retarded people. You know what I'm talking about? I guess I'm getting canceled now. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. Anyway, um, but it's stupid that gyms are only open at 10%. But whatever, man, at least they're open. Um, but stuff is starting to open up more and more. You know, we're getting close close to the end you know of this thing and it's it's springtime you know I believe uh spring just started officially so you know it's gonna start getting warmer we don't have to stay inside our apartments and summer you know is just around the corner you know for me Memorial Day weekend is always kind of like the kickoff of summer and luckily for me Memorial Day weekend usually falls around my birthday um and so because of that um I always like every year I kind of like take it up a notch, if that's even possible, where I want to look my best on my birthday better than I did the year before kind of thing, you know, and so uh, I do it, and then it usually means that I'm also in really good shape by Memorial Day, which in turn translates to me being in really good shape for summertime, so I mean, as you know, the camera adds 10 pounds, it's literally the name of this podcast, I always stay camera ready, because you never know when I'm, you're going to get that audition, and just a little a, a little tidbit, like I've been auditioning for a lot of things lately um, because we don't have to go into the casting office anymore. Uh, all the auditions are done virtually. I think I've only been to one in-person audition in the last like six months. And uh, so we send everything in and, you know, we get to watch it because, you know, you, you're sending it in. And I was doing an audition last week um, and I had to wear a tank top. And I was looking at myself on camera. And you guys, I'm going to be honest with you guys, this is one of the first times. And I wasn't like, you know, a lot of times, a lot of actors or, I guess, even maybe comedians or models, specifically, they kind of know their angles when they're on camera. And, you know, they know how to flex the right way and make their tummy look the right way and like all that stuff, you know, and I was not aware of that because there was a bunch of other stuff that I was supposed to do in this audition. Like, I was supposed to pretend that I was texting and walking and then running, like, kind of bump into my car and not realize that I was there. I don't know. It, it's a stupid commercial audition. But I had to wear a tank top, and I saw myself in the tank top. And it's one of the first times, like I said, I wasn't flexing or anything, that I was looking at myself without being camera aware because I was worried about everything else. And I was like, man, like, I'm really happy with how I look right now physically and i'm not even tanned which you know if i was tanned i would be even more happy with the way i looked and i was just like man like it it really helps you know for me my motivation is always you know stay camera ready okay stay camera ready because you never know when that audition's going to come and even though this one might not have been the audition it's just like you know when people tell me or ask me like why I'm always working out and while I'm waking up early, and you know I don't expect you guys to do all the things that I do. I don't expect you to spend you know two hours two and a half hours a day working out I mean maybe you could it, I tell you what part of the reason I'm always in a good mood is because I just put in the fucking work and it makes me feel good if you don't think that the endorphins I get from working out you know are like, if you think that my good mood that I usually have isn't a reflection of the fact that I'm working out so much and taking care of myself, like, you're you're silly. I feel good, and I could say it, look good, because I'm putting in the work, but it just makes me – it not only makes me look good, but it makes me feel good, okay? And, you know, like I said, with spring coming here – And with summer right around the corner, like I want you guys to, you know, New Year's is done, right? You know, we we made all those New Year's goals and I don't make resolutions because as you guys know, maybe you don't. But I always feel like resolutions are things that you should or shouldn't be doing anyway, you know. Um, So I don't make them. And so uh, that being said, uh, I just... I know people do. They set those New Year's goals. I'm going to get serious. I'm going to get this. And then, you know, this is about the time of the year when they're like, uh, OK, like I don't have to like I'm not losing any weight. I'm not making any progress. I'm going to stop going. And I'm like, no, dude, this is when you should keep going because it's spring and it's summer. We're about to go. You know, there's going to be pool parties. You know, everyone's getting vaccinated. Everyone is, is you know, the virus is magically disappearing, like Trump said, by Easter. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Okay, that's fine. Um, (laughs) But it's, you know, over the next, you know, couple months, it's going to go away, or at least we're not going to have to worry about it anymore because everyone's going to be, or at least everyone that wants to get vaccinated will be vaccinated. Things will be opened up. You know, there's going to be baseball. There's going to be fans in the stands at Dodger stadium, which I'm so excited about. I'm not so excited about the ticket prices for opening day. Uh, at Dodger stadium, but I think my plan is, uh, this year, the Dodgers actually opened the season on the road and they're in Denver and tickets are way less expensive. So I think since I'm right here in Oklahoma city and it's actual opening day, you know, um, I'm going to go to that and just call it like the last time I checked opening day at Dodger stadium tickets, the cheapest ticket was $2,200 so i'm not gonna fucking spend that <laughs> that's just silly I, I went to two world series games and an nlcs game last year for uh i don't know i spent less than 600 dollars <laughs> for the memory of a fucking lifetime like i've been opening day you guys i've been opening day i don't know how many let's say i don't know 10 15 opening days i don't know when i started going but um, I didn't go a few years ago because I was shooting a movie that day, um, which kind of bummed me out. And I'm sitting there on set listening. This isn't, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the Dodgers, but I'm just trying to talk. I'm trying to prove my point is uh, <laughs> uh, that's another podcast, Peter. This isn't the Dodger podcast. I know. Uh, I'm trying to prove the point that summer is coming. And, you know, yes, it's not New Year's anymore. We don't have that like motivation that we have in the beginning of the new year. But, um, you know, we have summer to look forward to. And that's always, like I said, for me, I always aim for like my birthday, which translates to me also being ready for Memorial Day. And, you know, we're going to Vegas, me and my friends to play baseball for the first time. in like, I don't know, how. I think it's been like 10 years or something since we all went to Vegas uh, to play in the tournament that we used to play in all the time. So I'm excited about it, man. Like, there's there's finally, finally, I mean, we talked about it last week, I think, but like there's finally like some light at the end of this tunnel and we're about, you know, we still might be, a, we still might be a little bit away from things being completely normal, quote unquote, but we're getting there and it's exciting, but at the same time, um, don't, just because it's not New Year's anymore, don't start slacking off now, okay. This is the time to stay serious, okay? Like I said, know that summer's coming. Um, use that for your motivation, man. I, I, it, it breaks my heart, you guys. It really does when I hear people talk about, like, you know, they're afraid, they're, they're, they're going on some trip to Mexico and They don't like the way they look or, you know, one of my clients, I'm not going to tell you, uh, I'm not going to name my client, but one of my clients who's, you know, very attractive, uh, desirable young lady um, is always kind of like, ah, like, you know, I feel fat and and then like, it breaks my heart, man, because you know maybe it's 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 a bad day a couple of bad days of eating or maybe a little bit too much of drinking or whatever it might be or maybe they don't work out consistently and you know it goes back to what i was talking about with uh me working out so much is that like i don't have that those like negative thoughts about my body and i'm 41 like i'm the age where if I was allowed to kind of slack off a little bit, this would be that age. But I'm not that fucking guy. <laughs> like I'm not the guy that's just going to let myself go. Like I remember this, this, I don't know if I talked to, I don't know if I've talked about it on here where, you know, this is what episode 89 or 90 or something. I don't fucking know. Um, when I played baseball, you know, I, I mean, I played baseball my whole life, you know, but uh, when we were like, probably like, Nineteen twenty or so, uh, you know, we had a bunch of guys on a team and there was this guy that was on our team, actually two guys, they were older. They were like 35 or 36, you know, which is old when you're 20. Uh, and so you get to that age and you're like, Hey, that's not that fucking old. At least not for me. I don't feel that old. I mean, yes. Sometimes after a really hard workout or like on the days when like I run, you know, like, you know, I've been running, I've been holding steady at 10 miles on my long run days. And the reason is um, I don't expect you guys to do 10 miles, but um, I, I told you guys, I was training for the LA marathon. And uh, when I was training for the LA marathon, you know, initially it was supposed to be in March, like March 23rd or something. I don't know. So I started training for that. I want to say like September or something. No, maybe like November. Um, And then After about, like, four or five weeks of, like, steady training, uh, they postponed the marathon to my birthday, which is May 23rd. So you guys got a couple more months for shopping to get me some shit. (laughs) Um, And uh, they postponed it to my birthday. And then so I kind of, like, put a pause on training. And it kind of worked out because I actually really fucked up my back, like, at some point right around there, like, December, middle of December, somewhere. Um, And then I picked it up again, like uh, January-ish. I forget the exact date, but I was training for the marathon May 23rd. And then they postponed it again because I think they're just going to wait now at this point until everything's just wide open and everyone's vaccinated and they don't have to put any kind of restrictions because there was going to be a cap on how many people were allowed to run the marathon. So um, anyway, I... uh, I had to put a pause on my fucking training again. But at this point, um, I had gotten to the point where I was, you know, my longest run was 10 miles. And so now the marathon isn't until, well, the LA marathon isn't even, in, isn't until November now. Um, so in my mind, uh, the Oklahoma City marathon is like uh, October 2nd, I believe. Uh, October, yeah, October 3rd is the Oklahoma City marathon. So in my mind, I'm training, I'm getting myself ready to do that. Um, so I'm going to start training again. I think there's a date in June where I will officially start marathon training. Um, but the point is (laughs) the point of that story is I've been holding steady at 10 miles, even though I don't have to necessarily train. I'm just going to keep my miles at 10 right now. So then when I get back into training, I'm already kind of like ready to go. But the point was, is that that's kind of the only time where I wake up and I feel like, Oh man, like, after you run 10 miles, like, you can feel it. and You wake up the next day. My back, you know, my 41-year-old back is like, ah, but um, let's just talk about it because I don't know where my guest is, and I already started, so uh, I, I've been, uh, luckily, I don't know, I, I, t- I kind of talked about it, but um, here in Oklahoma City, uh, you know, I've always trained while I pursue this whole comedy thing because... Um, as you know, you know, I've talked about it on here. It's not embarrassing or anything. Um, comedy until you like, quote unquote, really make it like it doesn't necessarily pay all the bills. Like, and especially during a pandemic, like it's definitely not because I'm not working as much, um, So, you know, I've always been a trainer my whole life, or I mean, for the last almost 20 years now, I've almost been a trainer. This is crazy, you guys. So in June, um, it will be my 20 year anniversary of being a fucking trainer, which is insane, because I've been training for fucking 20 years. It's, it's, it's really crazy when I think about it. And I still love it. You know, like, that's why I still do it. Um, I'm good at it. I am very passionate about fitness. Hello. I have a fucking podcast about it. Um, I still like helping people, you know, I've been teaching classes. Um, but the point is, is that this, this gym I work at shout out to lifetime. Um, I'll tell you this, wherever you're listening to this, um, across the U.S., I S I don't think they have any international locations, maybe, uh, north of the border like toronto but i don't think so anyway um if you live somewhere where there's a lifetime fitness i highly recommend you guys just fucking go check it out because it's amazing like it's it's like it's so nice it's five star it's basically a resort like the gym that i'm training at right now in oklahoma city it's got indoor pool outdoor pool like multiple jacuzzis, saunas, steam room, tennis courts, indoor tennis courts, outdoor tennis courts. Uh we've got a bar inside the the fucking the facility, two bars actually, a restaurant like a cafe um that has like food and coffee and whatever and like we've got a, a full-fledged yoga studio, full-fledged cycle studio, two um two aerobic like classrooms, obviously gym floor, beautiful locker rooms with nice showers and like all the you know the soaps and whatever like it's so nice, you guys um, and what, what they also have is what I what was I was trying to talk about is um i've been using these uh you know hyper ice i don't know if you guys yeah let's just talk about it i don 't know where my guest is uh, hyper ice is uh you guys have seen like those Dara guns that uh you know um you've seen them at the gym like it's like a gun it's like a massage gun there's Theragun, gun and then there's hyper ice they make a gun too and hyper ice also makes um they make these like these vibrating foam rollers there's like a little ball one that i have and then they have these vibrating foam we have a shitload of those at lifetime but they also make these sleeves where there's like these compression sleeves that like you've probably seen like athletes use them um you you, you sit on this on this like you know, like kind of like hospital bed, kind of like a massage bed, more like, and uh, you wrap these things around your legs, you zip yourself up, you hook them up to this machine, and it basically gives you like a full leg massage up and down your legs for like, you know, 15, 20, however many minutes you want to do it. And it's like you're getting a massage. And if you're running a lot or, you know, doing lots of cardio or even like on days when you do heavy legs. We all hate leg day, right? Like you love leg day, but you hate it because if you do it right, you're probably going to have difficulty walking the next day, right? At least I know I do. Um, And that's just because that's how you got to work the legs, man. Um, But when you get inside the sleeves, Hyperice makes me, it's called Norma Tech, um, but it's made by Hyperice. And it uh, it just really, um, it flushes out, like it helps Get the lactic acid from your legs and stuff and it's made a difference but um <laughs> the whole point the whole tangent that i was getting on right there with that was that um you know i don't feel 41 i feel i mean i kind of feel like i did when i was in my 20s man like the last couple weeks i've driven in one day down to el paso which was, you know, like 10 and a half hours when I performed down there, I drove back from El Paso, another 10 and a half hours, drove back from El Paso, worked that day. Uh, when I drove down there, I worked out that day. Like I'm, I'm talking about like, I'm leaving like at four o'clock four thirty in the morning. Uh, I drove a couple, or I guess that was last month when I was down in, uh, in uh where the fuck was I in Arkansas? Um uh, Lowell, Arkansas, where I did shows at the Grove. Um I drove back to Oklahoma City, which is like a three and a half hour drive after the second show, you know. And I've done that a lot of, I mean, I've done I've talked about it before. You know, I've done that, you know, back when I was in LA, driven back from Phoenix overnight, you know, because I wasn't getting a hotel. This is a funny thing. So I wasn't getting a hotel in Phoenix, so it made sense for me to drive back from fucking Phoenix to LA, six hours. Um, but I was also going to the Justin Timberlake concert the next day, so I wanted to make sure that I was, like, well-rested, you know? Um, not, like, having to drive back that day and then go to the concert. You know, I get it. But um, when I was in Lowell, Arkansas, um, I, uh, I had a hotel. I just wanted to get the fuck out of there. I think I had, uh, I think I had to work the next day, Sunday morning. So it was either wake up early on Sunday and drive back that day or just fucking do it overnight. Um, but same thing, like over uh, the other day, I went to, I went down to Austin to do some shows down in Austin and uh, same thing, you know, I was going to, I was going to stay in Austin. And then I was just like, ah, let me just try to drive back. And I'm gonna say, you guys, that I yeah, I drove back from Austin, which from okay, Oklahoma City to Austin is about five and a half hours. You can make it less if you speed, like I may or may not have been doing, but I don't go, I don't drive like reckless. I just go a little bit faster than the speed limit because um, in Oklahoma and Texas, you are uh, allowed to. Uh, In Oklahoma and Texas, you are, uh, I don't want to say allowed (laughs) to speed, but they definitely look the other way when you're fucking speedy, man, because these guys don't fuck around. Um, You know, I was talking about, like, they don't, I don't think they mean to drive like assholes. It's not what I'm saying. Like, LA people drive like fucking assholes. I've lived there my whole life. I could fucking say it. Uh, but um, they just, they, they drive like, I think they're not used to having other cars on the road. So they drive really fast and they get right behind you. Um, and they just, I don't know, but the point being is you can drive a little bit faster. So anyway, um, I was able to drive overnight. From, and I actually, okay, so I drove down to Austin in the morning, worked out, of course. (laughs) Fucking, what do you think I am? Uh, Got there, worked out. I went to Lifetime in Austin. They have like three of them down there, and I went to one of them. Very nice. Again, like I said, if you live near a Lifetime, fucking check it out. And honestly, if you live near there and you don't want to pay the guest fee, they might let you work out for free, but they might not. But if I'm telling you, this is me to you. Uh, send me like an email or at petersers at yahoo.com. Or you could send me a DM on social media at petersers. And uh, I'll get you a pass to go try. it. It's just so nice. And, you know, for people that don't like the quote unquote gym environment, you know, uh, the, the intimidation and that kind of thing it's that's not what it is man you will receive the best customer service the staff I can't I can't speak enough of how awesome lifetime is as just as a customer from from a customer service standpoint but also just for a company like they take really good care of their employees and it shows um yeah it's just it's just it's just a great all around so if you're there like I said send me a dm if you're near one I'll let you um you know, but anyway, I drove down to Austin, worked out at Lifetime, went and had some fucking barbecue at Terry Black's. If you guys follow me on social media, or even on if you listen to this, which obviously, if you're hearing me, you listen to this. Um, you know, I love barbecue. One of the things I love about it is that if you just eat meat and some like some veggies, you know, my go to if it's available is the, you know, ribs and brisket i love fucking ribs and i love fucking brisket um and then the most barbecue places have some sort of like baked beans or something um and if possible if they have it i'll get like corn or corn on the cob or something um i don't fuck around with like the mac and cheese and all that other stuff um because for me that's it's actually not really eating bad You know, I don't fuck around with the French fries. I mean, if I'm having a cheat meal, then yeah, fuck it. I don't care. But like if I'm just on a normal day, like a Tuesday, like I'm not going to fucking eat like shit still because I need to feel good because I got to make these fucking long drives. So anyway, the moral of the story was I went down to Austin, worked out, went and got barbecue, did my shows. And then I was going to, like I said, I was to spend night in Austin, but then I had to be at work Wednesday morning. So I was going to spend the night and then leave early. And then again, I was like, eh, I'd rather just get the drive out of the way and not be tired Wednesday morning. So I'm like, okay, well, let me just see how far I can get. So I drive from Austin. I'm like, let me see, you know, if I get to Waco, that's like an hour off my drive. And then I only have to drive like four hours in the morning. I get to Waco. And as you guys know, um <laughs> One of the reasons that your host here eats marijuana at night is because especially one, I have trouble sleeping, but especially on days that uh, I have shows, it's very hard for me to go to sleep. I have a very hard time sleeping um, after shows, especially if the show goes well, and did pretty well down in Austin. It was a really great crowd. And I just, I don't know, man, I just felt it. I, I felt like it was like my Eminem moment, you know? <laughs> and uh, so I felt good. I made it to, I so I, I'm, I'm amped up is all I'm saying after shows. So I headed up to, you know, towards Waco. And um, once I got to Waco, I was like, oh, I feel pretty good. Let me go. Like, let me go to Fort Worth or something. And I was going to, uh, I was going to call my buddy, Eric, who uh, I've talked about in the podcast, he lives near uh, Dallas. He lives in the Dallas area, but I was like, well, if I can get it to him, then I'll spend the night at his house, and then I'll just drive three hours in the morning. But when I got there, I was like, I still feel good, man. Let me see if I could just make it to the fucking state line. There's a casino, uh, Wind River, Wind Star, I'm sorry. Windstar Casino is right on the Texas-Oklahoma border, and I'm uh, in a commercial for them, and I haven't seen it yet, but whatever, and, I, and act, they actually, they booked me for another commercial, but then I got this fucking job in El Paso, so I couldn't do it, so your boy's booking stuff while he's out here, anyway, um, and when I got there, I was like, I was getting kind of tired, but I'm like, I only got like an hour and a half left. Let's just fucking do it. So I made it all the way back. And so basically I drove like 10 hours, you know, split in half, 10 and a half hours, give or take, um, in one day as well as all the other shit I did. And uh, my point of all of this on this rant is I don't think I'd be able to – do these things like these long drives and just keep going. And, you know, the next day I only got fucking like three hours sleep and then I had to work for eight hours, dude, I was fucking miserable. I was miserable. I'm not going to lie. Eight hours, uh, sleeping three hours will make anybody miserable. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't think I could do things like that. If I didn't take care of myself, I get that extra little boost of energy because I'm eating right. Like if I would have eaten, I don't know, like some shitty fucking like hamburger or fucking, I don't know, fried bullshit, I probably would have felt like shit. And then I probably would have been tired and needed to stay there or not driven as far. But because I put, you know, quality nutrients in my body and I exercise, you know, I'm able to kind of like, you know, just get a little bit extra, you know, it it goes a long way because, you know we've talked about it on this podcast when i've had other people on but um i'm assuming my guest is uh standing me up which is uh kind of a bummer but uh hopefully he'll be able to uh get back on at some point <laughs> we're halfway through the podcast almost and he's not there so uh yeah he was supposed to tune in we're on zoom that's why this sounds a little different we're on zoom he was supposed to soon in. Um, Anyway, it's fine. Hopefully, we'll get him back one of these days. Um, I was excited about the guest, you guys. I'm not going to tell you who it was because I was excited about it. But, you know, it happens. Anyway, uh, just, you know, I talked about it on the show, but, like, the road life of a comic is not really conducive to uh healthy behavior do you know what i mean like we're in hotels you know like i was i don't think i've i don't think i've recorded one of these uh since i went to el paso um i know i did a couple i I did them all before i left um but you know i was i was in a hotel for four days which is you know it's whatever it's not abnormal but uh you know a lot of clubs have like a condo or like a house that we stay at while we're performing at the venue. But this particular club, comic strip in El Paso, um, they put us up in a hotel, which is great. You know, it's, you it can walk to the ho- to the club, to the hotel, back and forth, whatever. Um, but there's no stoves there. So like I took all my bars and you know, like if you're a comic that doesn't take care or anybody for that matter, like a business person on a business trip, if you're in a hotel with no stove or anything for four days, that means you're probably going to have to get some food. Like you have to eat out a bunch. Right. Um, So what I do in instances like that, you know, I pick my meals that I'm going to eat out. And then for the rest of it, I just fucking like I went I went to Walmart. I got some Greek yogurt, you know, cause I did have a refrigerator in the hotel room. I got some Greek yogurt. I got some protein granola. I took a bunch of bars with me. And then I just had one meal, um, you know, from, I think, let me see the day I got there. I ate at famous Dave's. So I got some barbecue <laughs> shocker. And then Friday, Friday, I ate at a, uh, where did I eat on Friday? I don't remember you guys. I feel like I had Mexican food, but I don't remember where. That's not a good sign. Um, and then the Saturday was when I knew I was going to my favorite barbecue place. Um, oh, I don't even think I talked about this. I I, I went back. Let me rewind. Um, Austin, I went to Terry Black's, like I said, for the barbecue. And you guys, you know I love barbecue. You know that everywhere I go, I fucking eat the barbecue. And this barbecue was, without a doubt, Terry Black's is my favorite barbecue place in the country. And I've been to a lot of fucking barbecue. It's just so fucking good, dude. It's so good. The brisket melts in your mouth. The ribs are just fucking ugh. And I didn't make the same mistake I did the last time. The last time we went to Austin, it was me and my girl. <laughs> so I like pork ribs. Most most barbecue places have pork ribs, and then they have like brisket. They better fucking have brisket. Uh, and then some barbecue places have beef ribs. And beef ribs are a whole other thing. Cause if you do them right, they're fucking amazing, but they come on this big old bone and they're usually pretty expensive. So um, I remember, you know, we went down there the last time Ashton and I went to Austin and we ordered what we ordered. you know, like I got like a two meat, you know, I got ribs and brisket, but then I saw that they had a beef rib and I'm like, Oh, well, we got to try the beef rib too. So it was like, I want to say the beef rib was like $27 a pound or something like that. And in my mind, I'm like, I mean, how heavy can this rib be, right? Can I tell you guys, this one fucking rib was like almost two pounds because when they rung us up, it was over $100. And I was like, what the fuck just happened? So, I mean, I remember enjoying it and fucking loving it. But at the same time, when you drop $100, when you're not, it's one thing like if you're going to a nice restaurant, and you're expecting to pay, you know, X amount of money. But when you get tricked kind of <laughs> into dropping like a hundred bucks on dinner, you're just like, fuck, dude, like, ouch. That, that's, I'm not there yet where I could just fucking do, I mean, I could, I could do a hundred dollar dinner, but I, like I said, I have to be mentally prepared. I'm, I was not mentally prepared. And I'm going to be honest, um, I remember on that road trip, uh, I, I didn't have, like a ton of money like it was money was kind of tight for me <laughs> and uh i was just like shit man but anyway the point being as i didn't enjoy it as much because in the back of my mind i was like fuck i just dropped 100 but i went when i ate there when i was in austin last week and it's it's my favorite barbecue place in the country that being said my second favorite barbecue place in the country is this place that i'm talking about in el paso it's called desert oak barbecue and they too have beef ribs on saturday and i fucking got it and so i actually yeah i by myself dropped almost 50 bucks it was like 40 i want to say it was like 48 dollars or something for my ribs for my brisket for my beef rib and it was fucking good Uh, i interviewed the uh the owner i'm gonna try i'm gonna start doing these uh I have this idea for a show, you guys, and I've been kind of like toying around with it, but I think I want to call it Barbells and Barbecue, because as you guys know from listening to me rant, whenever I go somewhere, any city I go to, I find the gym to work out at that I'm going to work out at, and then I try to find if they have good barbecue there, and I do it all the time. I do it anyway, and I take pictures, but I want to like a show. I want to like talk to you know, the owner and talk to, I kind of like, if I'm in, if I'm being honest, I kind of gave a shitty interview or I asked shitty questions, I should say. He was the interview. He was great. Um, but, you know, interview, you know, the owners or the chefs and kind of figure out, maybe not have them give us our their secrets, but like, you know, like tell us how many hours they spend cooking the brisket or how, how long does it get seasoned and, you know, in the you know, in the cooler or whatever, how, what kind of rub is it? Or just whatever it whatever they want to share with us and just kind of watch them do their thing. And then, you know, obviously I'm going to gyms in these cities too. Um, and then ideally this is kind of the idea is like, we'd go, we, we, we discover this barbecue, whoever's on the road with me. And then we maybe even do a show either at the barbecue place or if we're at the club, Uh, Maybe we get like the barbecue place to kind of do like a little special collaboration with the club. Or maybe we do like, you know, when, when this podcast is like bigger, um, maybe we do like a live podcast that's catered by, you know, the barbecue place or something. I got all these ideas, but anyway, so I interviewed the guy and I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to start just doing my version of it, what I can with the limited equipment that I have. And then maybe someone will buy it. And then that'll be my show. I mean, it's like, like I said, I fucking do it anyway. So if I can get like a network, like the Food Network or Travel Channel or Nat Geo Travel or something to pick up my concept, you know, then that'll be fucking cool. Because like I said, I do it anyway. Um, So yeah, point being, I ate there on Saturday when I was in El Paso. And then on Sunday, that was when I ran 10 miles when I was in El Paso, um, I fucking went hard. I went to uh I think it's called West Texas West Texas Chop House I think is the name. It's a it's right by the club. It looks like it's kind of like a nice trendy steakhouse. Very like nice decor like you know like you got to spend some money there. Um and I got this burger that was like it was like a blend of ground beef sirloin and brisket into that that's those were all the types of cuts that were in this burger and i had bacon on it and fucking fries and i took a picture and i shared it on my social it was so fucking good and <laughs> it was really good and i wished that uh, i don't know if you guys know this but i don't perform stoned i uh, when i'm performing i will do my set And then I eat my edible when I'm done, when I'm done working. And then usually by the time it kicks in, um, you know, the show's over and people are coming saying hi to me and tell me that I was funny and blah, blah, blah. And then I can just kind of enjoy the post show, you know, glow, I guess you could say, I don't know what you call it. Um, I tell you what, that's one of the coolest things. I think like right now at my level of being a comic is uh, i'm sure when you get like super famous it becomes like more of a task and maybe less desirable to do but like at my level when i'm fighting for every fan that i can get um i'm uh i love like after the show when people come and tell you you're funny or talk about one of your jokes you know because you guys know uh and maybe you know i don't know maybe you don't know but I talk a lot about my life and kind of all the shit that I've done and all the shit that's happened to me and how I see things and whatever, you know? And I uh, I appreciate when, you know, obviously when they listen and then they kind of recite or maybe like they tell me like, oh, you know, my dad went to prison too or sorry about this or, you know, I love sync too or just whatever it might be. And it's just like, I really love connecting with the audience like that. And I love, obviously, when after the show, they think that I'm funny enough um, to maybe buy something off of me after the show. Like, it's just so cool. Like, if I mean, if you think about it, so I'm sorry if this is too much for you guys, but um, I'm not trying to sell you guys anything. (laughs) But if you want to buy something, hit me up. (laughs) Um, I sell these shirts after my shows, that say, I swiped white, not right, white, W-H-I-T-E, I swiped white. And uh, it's a joke that I tell about my girlfriend, you know, who's obviously super white. And it's a funny joke. It's a, it's a fucking great bit. It's my closing bit, actually. So I sell those shirts. Um, I sell these little wristbands. If you guys are watching, you can see there's these little rainbow wristbands that say homoprobic on them. So the band is a rainbow. If you can't see, it says homoprobic on one side. And then on the other side, it says hashtag love wins. And I have a joke about that. And people, you know, sometimes will buy those. And then I have my logo on shaker cups that I'm starting to sell now too. So it's just like when people after a show are like, Hey, you're so funny. I'm going to give you money for a thing that you invented a phrase or whatever like it's just a cool it's just a cool feeling man like I don't have kids I got to imagine though it's you know I know people it's not I'm not comparing my jokes to kids but they kind of are my kids you know like that love that people have for their kids I have for my material because I've spent you know hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours writing and writing and writing and performing and trying to work it out and trying to figure out if it works and then trying to get work and then following up and trying to get work again and trying to still, you know, there's a lot that goes in. Like, it's not like I just show up wherever I want and get to fucking, do, like I had, there's a process involved and any job that I get is a result of hours. Of work that I put in that, you know, kind of nobody really sees. You guys see the finished product, you know, when I'm performing somewhere. But, and even sometimes it's not even the finished product. Sometimes I'm still working on something, you know. So there's just a lot of time and effort that goes into that. So then to kind of get all of that, the culmination of that, obviously the culmination is like the laughs that I get when I'm on stage. But the culmination after that is like that post show, like, here you go. I thought you were funny. That is very clever or whatever. My girl is also white or my guy is also white and I'm brown or black or whatever. So I'm going to buy one of those shirts or, Hey, I also would like to support the LGBTQ community. I'm going to buy one of your wristbands or, you know, it's it's just, it's just fucking cool. You guys, it's really cool to me. Um, so anyway, the moral of that story <laughs> was I don't perform high ever but when I had this fucking burger in El Paso I wished I was high because it was already good when I and I wasn't high and I'm like man how fucking good would this be if I was high (laughs) like when I'm stoned dude you know that's why I mean I just do it to go to bed but sometimes I don't fall right to sleep and then I get the munchies you know what I'm talking about and if you know me, you know that when I get the munchies, I don't eat shit, dude. I still eat fucking – I have a lot of healthy treats that I eat when I'm at my house or wherever I'm at, if I'm in a hotel or whatever. Like, I don't fucking eat chips, and I don't eat shit. I have, I have a couple of snacks that I rotate through. One of them is uh, there's these uh, Quest, the company Quest – they make these, Did I, I feel like I talked about this already. I don't know. Maybe I did. I don't know. This is what I eat when I'm so I'm gonna If I talked about this on a previous podcast, which I think I have actually, I'm going to talk about it again. Um, Quest is a company that make like protein bars and protein chips. And they actually make protein fucking pizza, which is insane. But I'm going to be honest. I'll eat like a protein something, you know, and I'm like, oh, this is fine. Um, and that's basically what that pizza is. It's not like, it tastes like a protein pizza, but it's like it gives you like the mental, like a uh, it 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 curbs a craving. Like if you really wanted pizza but you were on a strict diet, then you're like, okay, I'll have this protein pizza, low carb, right, high protein. And I get my mental fix of I got pizza without the guilt of fucking up, sabotaging my fitness goals. Some of you guys are sitting there listening, fuck that, I'm eating pizza. Well, guess what? Might be why you haven't gotten to your fitness goals yet. I'm just saying, maybe that doesn't apply to you. Maybe you're fucking shredded like the rock and you can still eat pizza. But you know why the rock could still eat pizza? Because the fucking rock works out like a fucking madman, number one. He works out like a fucking madman, okay? I look at The Rock's workouts and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. But people look at my workouts and they're like, Jesus fucking Christ, right? Uh, but The Rock is also like six, seven, or something, like 200, and I, I got to think he's like 250, 260 at least, right? He's a fucking giant. So he can actually eat that pizza and it fuels his body and he can still be shredded. And also, I don't think I'm making any false accusations. I fucking, I'm gonna say this right now. I love The Rock, okay? I read a a fucking muscle and fitness or men's health, one of those fucking magazines, interview with him years ago probably if i had to guess this had to be 2003 or 4 whenever he did fucking hercules okay and uh in the interview he talked about how he would wake up like at 3:30 or 3 o'clock and work out before he went to set because obviously he was fucking hercules so he had to be jacked as fuck and he would work out early so that You know, if you know how a movie set works, you know that um, you might fucking be there all day, dude. You have like it's not like nine to five, okay, it's five, we're off. It's like, no, you report to set at this time and you fucking leave and we tell you to leave. Unless you're the rock and you could do whatever you want, but even still, there's someone that makes more money than you. So if they they don't have their fucking shot, you're staying there. So you might be there ten hours, twelve hours, fourteen hours. So the point of that is you might not be able to work out afterwards, right? Depending on how long the day goes. So the only thing to do to guarantee that you get that fucking workout in is you get it out, you get it over with, right? You wake the fuck up, fuck shit up, which is my favorite fucking hashtag. Wake up, fuck shit up. You just fucking do it, man. And then you don't have to worry about it. And if the schedule gets dragged on, then you already got it. So you don't, it's, it's guilt-free, right? Uh, so I read that article, like I said, 03, 04, I don't remember when it was, but after that, I was like, I'm going to fucking do that because if I'm working on a movie, I'm going to have to fucking do the same thing, and I, I implemented that, um, but the point of this was that, aside from The Rock working out like a madman, The Rock, like I said, I don't think I'm casting any fucking... The Rock is on something. (laughs) I hate to break it to you. That's not all fucking natural. I don't know what he's taking. I don't know if he's taking illegal steroids or if he's on um, TRT, which is testosterone replacement therapy. I don't know if he's on HGH, but Dwayne Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's on something. I'm sorry. And if you asked him, he'd fucking be like, yeah sorry guys but he doesn't tell people that on his social media and that's the only problem i have with the rock because somebody that doesn't know any better will look at the rock and be like i want to get big like that and it's like well first of all probably need to put the donuts down probably need to actually go to the gym but third of all like probably gonna need some some help (laughs) with some some sort of testosterone enhancement of some sort so anyway um i don't even remember where i was going with that <laughs> oh how did i start with that honestly i don't remember um i was talking about the rock working out oh i brought up pizza oh that's yeah okay now i remember where i was see this is why i don't do these when i'm stoned um well i've done a couple when i'm stoned but whatever um the quest pizza okay you don't want to sabotage yourself if you're trying to lose weight or whatever your goal might be and the quest pizza like i said it tastes it tastes like a protein but it's it's not bad it's pretty good like it's not like oh my god it's the best pizza ever but like it's fine and like I said, it, it it solves that thing of like, oh, I want pizza and but I don't want to break my diet. There you go. Bam. Um, but the point was is that when I get stoned at night and I do get the munchies, Quest, that same company also makes uh, like a Reese's peanut butter like a, you know, like it's supposed to be like a Reese's it's supposed to be like a Reese's peanut butter cup. And it's fucking good, dude. Like, I'll tell you, I'll be, I'll be, I'm honest with you guys. You know, I want you guys to try the, I, I, I don't work I, I'm not partnered, this, they're not a sponsor of this podcast. Shout out to my real sponsors, Performa and Bucked Up. Uh, but um, I want you guys to try something, because if it works for me, and I think it's, I'm not going to eat a protein bar or drink a protein shake if I think it tastes like shit. I'm only going to do stuff that I that tastes good. And these fucking Quest peanut butter cups taste like a Reese's peanut butter cup. And when you're stoned It's fucking amazing, but I don't get the guilt because it's not a real Reese's peanut butter. It's got 11 grams of protein, only one gram of sugar, which is fucking, you ain't going to get that from a fucking real Reese's, I'll tell you that. So that's one of my late night snacks. I've also uh, started, um, there's this company, it's called, they're called Legendary, and they make these... uh, they're like pop tarts, I guess is the best way they call them pastries because they can't use the word pop tart, obviously, but um they have a few different flavors, but I like the cinnamon and brown sugar one, and that same thing it's got i think I think it's also got like this one has two grams of sugar, I think uh ten grams of protein, and I'll eat on that sometimes if I'm stoned, sometimes I'll snack on Greek yogurt when I'm stoned like I don't eat shit when I'm stoned because in my mind I'm like I still got goals and I still need to look a certain way you know so um anyway the moral of that story (laughs) I keep going around in circles here is uh food does taste better when you're stoned that's the moral of that story (laughs) Uh, I think I've told this story but maybe not I don't know um, no, I told it, but you guys probably, I mean, unless you listen to every episode, whatever, other people on other podcasts repeat stories all the time. So uh, I, was in a, I was in Chicago last, or I guess not last year. We'll call it last year because this whole fucking last year of 2020 was fucking a ripoff. So nothing really counts other than the Dodgers winning the fucking World Series. That shit counts. But um, <laughs> I was in Chicago performing at Zany's which still to this day is uh I think the most fun I've had doing stand-up comedy on the road in a weekend um and it was just because like Zany's is such a classic club it's been there forever you know you got the everybody's picture on the fucking wall there like Ellen DeGeneres and Jerry Seinfeld and David Letterman and Eddie Murphy and just like fuck dude like I'm I'm nobody now but like I'm also now a part of this history you know and hopefully not hopefully one day they'll have my picture on that well they, they they took my picture so it might well be on that fucking wall fuck is my picture on the wall at Zany's oh, I gotta go back um anyway (laughs) um, it was just fun dude like I, I just love the history of comedy and like you know staying in a cool hotel and it wasn't really okay so here's the thing so before I got when I got booked there um the owner was like um I can't put you up for some I don't remember why but he's like you know the condo is being used that weekend so if you come out here You'll have to put yourself up. And for me, I was like, I don't fucking care, dude. I just want to work this club. I want to know what it's like to do stand up in Chicago and work at this classic club. Like, whatever. I'll sell merchandise. I'll make my money back. Like, I'm not worried about it, you know? So I don't remember what I was getting paid. It doesn't matter. Um, it wasn't bad, though. They, they they take care of their comics there. And I remember I show up the first day and (laughs) he comes up to me. He's like, how's the condo? And I was like, what do you mean? How's the condo? He's like, aren't you staying at the condo? I was like, no, dude. You told me that the condo wasn't available. And he's like, wait, you're not staying there. And she, oh no, I think I messed up. And he thought that the headliner was staying there, but the headliner was staying somewhere else. And so he, I, I could have stayed in the con. He's like, oh, well, the condo's available. You could stay there. I'm like, well, I already fucking paid for my hotel, dude. Um, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And, you know, I'm so sorry. I was like, don't worry about it, man. Like, honestly, I just wanted to come fucking work this club, man, next time, you know? And so uh, fast forward, you know, great weekend of club, you know, working the club there and whatnot. Um, I made friends with a couple of the the servers at the club and we went to like a drag brunch like the last day i was there um which is really fun actually i highly recommend it um and the girl was like asking me where i was staying i told her kind of what happened and she's like oh uh, you should ask him to reimburse you for the hotel and i was like I ain't fucking asking him to reimburse me for the hotel. Like, I'm not. I'm just not going to. I'm not in a position in my career where I can demand certain things. Not yet. And even when I am, I'm not going to be a diva about it, but I'm just not there yet. I'm just not. And so uh, she's like, no, like, they'll reimburse you. I was like, maybe they will, but I do not want – I'm not going to fucking ask – to get reimbursed i'm not like no i'm just not you know i'll take i knew that I, I i was expecting to not you know to pay for my hotel and to take you know maybe a little bit of a loss i just wanted to experience what this was you know she's like no you should i'm like i'm not going to stand. so anyway so my last day there i do my show this is kind of this is coming full circle so uh, i did the show i did my set and after I did my set, I'm just like, I'm happy. Like, I just fucking completed the weekend. The headliner's up on stage. I take my edible so that I can just enjoy the rest of the night, you know, and go to sleep at some point when I get back to my hotel room. And, you know, the show's over. I'm stoned. And, you know, is a great fucking place for food. Like, it's one of my favorite cities. If not, I mean, I don't know. I, I have this, like, I have Chicago. Nashville. Austin's now up there, too. Uh, and Denver are kind of like my four. And Seattle. I'll put Seattle up there, too. Chicago, Denver, Nashville, Austin, Seattle are like my five favorite cities, I think. Uh, no, I know. Why did, did I say I think? Uh, but like there's just something about the energy in Chicago. Like still it's, it's like New York ish, but like people aren't quite a, like it's like New York but without the assholes, you know, like everyone in Chicago is like Midwest, nice, whatever. It's just a different vibe, but I get it just it's just such a vibrant city. So much culture, you know, it's such a big melting pot, kind of like LA and New York and you know, such and you know, I they had just great food and My thing was, like, I want to go to, like, a legit uh, Italian restaurant. And so I went to, uh, oh, shit, where did I go? Where did I go? Oh, man. Is it called Rosebud's? Is that what it's called? Oh, man, you guys, I'm so sorry. I'm pretty sure it's called Rosebud's. I'm looking at it in real time right now. So you're going to have to bear with me. Yes, Rosebud. Uh, this Italian restaurant is supposed to be one of the best Italian restaurants in the country, or in the country, in the city, in Chicago. It's been there for like ever. And so I go, and my surpri- to my surprise, uh, you know, this is kind of late. It was, you know, the show was over, and... You know, I had to wait around to get my check and stuff. And so it was probably, I don't know, 11 o'clock by the time. And this place didn't close. I want to say it didn't close until like 12. Um, Or maybe I got there at 10 and maybe they closed at 11. But it was kind of late. I was expecting like, if I was in Oklahoma, that shit's fucking closed. You know, everything fucking closes at like seven or eight here, which is really fucking annoying, by the way. Get your shit together, Oklahoma. Why do restaurants close so fucking early? In some places, just close on Sundays because it's the Lord's Day. And it's like, well, fuck, what if I want good food on a fucking Sunday, man? One of my favorite barbecue places. There's two places in Oklahoma City that's like my favorite barbecue places. I'm not sure which one I like more because they're both really fucking good. Um, one of them is fucking closed on Sundays. I'm like, well, guess what? I ain't fucking coming here on Sunday. So anyway, um, so I go to this Italian restaurant and I'm fucking stoned, you guys at this point my edibles kicked in I'm kind of just sitting there like just kind of like feeling good about like it is one of like I mean I've been a comic at this point at that point seven years you know so like I'm in it you know like this is what I'm gonna do (laughs) like I'm gonna do this until I can't anymore whatever that means Um, and but it was kind of like just like a realization like it was a job that I got Nobody took me to open for them. Uh, I didn't get a referral from anybody, because those are like the two easiest ways to get into a club is if someone gives you a referral, or if someone just straight out takes you to open for them, you know That didn't happen. I got into this club, one of the most, you know prestigious, one of the most nostalgic classic comedy clubs in the country and in my opinion one of the best comedy clubs in the country I got in it just on my own just by emailing them and sending them my stuff you know so it was it was just a cool moment for me and I'm and I had a great weekend of shows you know everyone was great crowds were great I loved it you know I enjoyed working with everybody I worked with and I go to this Italian restaurant and like I said, I'm stoned and I order lasagna. If you guys know me, I don't know if it's my favorite food. Cause I don't have it that much, but I fucking love lasagna. Like I love lasagna. My mom made a bomb ass fucking lasagna. Um, again, she didn't make it that often, but when she did, that shit was fucking great. And my ex girlfriend's mom also made a really good lasagna, um, but then she's my ex-girlfriend, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I love lasagna, and like I said, I don't really have it in a lot of places. I'm trying to think. Um, LA, my favorite lasagna is uh, at Bossa Nova, ironically, which is like not even a real Italian restaurant. <laughs> but um, anyway, I just love lasagna, so I, I go to this fucking Italian restaurant, and I don't, even, I don't even know if I knew there was lasagna on the menu, but they had it. I don't know if I checked before, but I was like, this is one of the best Italian restaurants in the city. I'm going to fucking go here. I ordered lasagna. I ordered garlic bread. And like I said, I'm fucking stoned. And before my food gets brought out, I, uh, I opened my check from the comedy club just to make sure that they paid me what they were supposed to. Um, and just something about, I don't know, I just had this like this instinct, right? So I open it And they, I had my check for the weekend, and the owner, um, had also, uh, given me a check to reimburse me for the hotel, and it just made me, it made me really, uh, like emotional in a weird way. I'm kind of getting emotional now thinking about it because, you know, I've talked about it on this podcast, but there's a lot of comedy clubs that don't put us up when we go there. There's a lot of them. You got to, like, you know, just cry. And a lot of, you know, you've seen that show Crashing with Pete Davidson. You know, a lot of comics just have to fucking hope that they call their friends, that they'll let them crash at their house, or maybe they have friends or family or whatever. Or you do get a hotel, but that takes out of, you know, your what you're going to end up taking home from that job. So... Like I said, I was just going to do this job knowing that maybe I was going to even take a loss, but I'm always confident that I could at least break even because I'm going to sell stuff and whatnot. Um, And if I break even on a comedy job, at least at this point in my career, that's also why I have another job because I can afford to fucking put the investment in myself to break even now, knowing that in three years or four years or five years, whenever that is, this is an investment in myself. I know that I'm going to be a fucking headlining all of these clubs one day. I'm already headlining some of them, you know? So all these jobs that I started, you know, all these clubs that I started up as an MC or I started as a feature at eventually I'm going to be headlining all these fucking places. Right. So that's an investment. And then I'm headlining those clubs every year. And that's the investment. It's like putting money in a stock. You know, you put it in a stock and then in five years, 10 years or 25 years, whatever it might be, then you get to retire on this, you know. So I went in there just expecting to break even and he fucking reimbursed me for the hotel and I just, he didn't have to, you know, I I didn't ask him like the girl told me to, I just... I was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with, I was fine with just doing the job, but he fucking reimbursed me for it. And it just, that combined with just the fact that like I, like I said, I had gotten this job myself and I had, you know, had a great weekend of shows and it was just this, like I said, this classic, one of the best comedy clubs in the country. And now I'm in this fucking amazing Italian restaurant. And I'm fucking high as shit. And can I tell you guys, that was the best fucking meal I ever had in my life. Like I had all the fucking garlic bread, all the fucking bread. I ate all the lasagna. Like it, pro- it probably was like 2000 calories at least. And you know what? I fucking loved every fucking calorie of it. It was amazing. Um, and i sure there's a lot of contributing factors to that. But the moral of that story is, In that instance, I was stoned and it helped the food taste a little bit better. And (laughs) going back to that burger I had in El Paso, I'm looking back at it and I'm like, I kind of wish I would have been stoned to have that burger because it would have been fucking awesome. (laughs) So that's the uh, full circle of what's going on right now. (laughs) Um, Okay, you guys, like I said, I had a guest lined up. Don't know what happened to him, but uh, I don't want to tell you who it is because I was very excited. He's never been on the show before, so um, I'll I'll touch base with him and we'll get him back in here at some point. Um, I don't, uh, I've got some cool stuff going on show wise, but I don't have anything in the books in the very near future. Not that I know of yet. I'm sure something will come up. But for now, just, uh, you know, keep listening to the podcast, watch my videos, follow, follow, go on my YouTube, I'm posting stuff there, I'm posting stuff on my Instagram. Uh, (laughs) Like I said, I, I don't, I know when I have jobs, but there's nothing coming up where I should fucking promote it right here I'm probably going to be going back down to Austin again within the next couple weeks and doing some shows down there I'm assuming I'll be back in Dallas um, maybe next weekend I'm not sure but just you know just follow my social media and I'll fucking post where I'm gonna be if all these stuff are all these things come in you know at the last minute sometimes especially right now with COVID but like I said things are starting to open up you guys So we're, we're almost, we're almost out of it, man. It's been, it's been quite the year, obviously. I I think that, you know, for those of you guys that have listened to this podcast for a long time, you know, we, we kind of got, we kind of got, things got a little rough, right? (laughs) I was on here, you know, and, not knowing what the future held and I mean I still don't know what the future holds as like I don't know as I know in certain in certain aspects like I know you know we're almost done with this thing and it might be a couple more months or something but like the end is finally on the horizon um but you know I think uh I've changed a little bit or a lot I don't know like I mean I'm still the same person but I think I've learned from this experience and I hope you guys have as well. This whole pandy, as I call it, you know, why I call it pandy. I'll tell you guys this. So I don't know if you guys know this, but if you post anything on social media um, with the words Corona, coronavirus, virus, or pandemic or COVID, uh, they put like a flag on it and I like a disclaimer that says like, blah, blah, blah you know, they give you like a link to like the CDC and stuff. And I don't fucking like that because that fucks with the algorithm. And, you know, I'm all about algorithms. So uh, I developed the word Pandy so that if I'm referring to it in my post, I can fucking say it and my shit won't get lost in the algorithm and won't get flagged with the CDC fucking stamp and all that stuff. But, um, you know, I definitely have learned quite a bit in this last year. It's been a year, you guys, we've been in this fucking for a year, which is insane. You know, I've gone from being just devastated to lost, to confused, to angry, to just sad, just really sad, you know, from crying on the farm and just all that stuff to losing my tour to like you know, just kind of taking this time to appreciate certain things. You know, I appreciate, I think my friends and my family, not that I didn't before, but like maybe a little bit more now. Like I love, you know, having Triana on last week and getting to FaceTime with her, uh, Zoom with her because, you know, I love that girl. Um, but like when I get to do that, like when my brothers FaceTime me or whatever, just like, you realize, you know, there's certain people that you really, really have a genuine connection with and you care about. And there's a lot of people that I feel that way about, you know, like I said, you know, talked about, but like being, even though I haven't been down there, um, you know, having, you know, one of my best friends a couple hours away down in Dallas, that's helped, you know, but I haven't been down there cause I've been working so much lately. Um, but, you know, I, I I hope you guys have learned and taken some lessons from this whole thing. And like I said, we're not done, but you know, we're almost there. And, you know, hopefully you guys are taking care of your health. You know, I just kind of gave you guys some suggestions on healthy treats that you can have and whatnot. Um, I guess I could do my little, uh, my little thing about what song I like. So I actually want to play this song. Um, that I really have been putting on my playlist lately. It's a song by Miley Cyrus on her new album, and it's called uh, "What's It Called?" Give me what I want. Can you guys hear it? Watch, watch. Sorry, it's so low. Oh yeah, Miley. Listen to that shit, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah so that's uh that's miley cyrus give me what i want um so yeah add it to your workout playlist um like i said guys gyms are go- opening so that's not an excuse anymore um uh, but if you're scared i get that you can use that as an excuse but there's plenty of things you can do Uh, The weather's getting nice, so I encourage you guys to get outside, not only to get your physical activity, but just to get your vitamin D, which we know helps fight against coronavirus, even though they don't fucking talk about that shit on the news. Get outside. It's good for – it fights coronavirus, but it's also just good for your overall mood, the more vitamin D you get. That's a fact. That's not an opinion piece at all. So um, anyway, I really – I'm just going to say this, you guys. I have no idea how many people are listening, but if you are listening, I definitely appreciate you. I um. I feel like I need you guys more than you need me, but I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I've got some cool things in the works. I don't want to quite share it with you yet because we're a little bit away from it, but let's just say... Um, I've been I've been working on some things. So like I said, if you want to know my comedy dates, I don't have anything in the near future officially, but I'm sure something will come up. So just follow me on social media. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We will have a guest next week. Uh, I'll make sure of that we're supposed to have one today, but fuck it, man should happen. So anyway, um, you guys, thank you so much for listening. This has been the camera ads 10 pounds. And uh, I'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye.